2: welcome to another episode of the bandwagon podcast and uh today for me is um a very personal 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 one um the reason why i say that if if you follow the bandwagon and my journey i often uh talk about Hansworth and um my growing up in the area that where where i was with friends and I involved uh but today i'm joined by Probably one of my longest and closest friends from from childhood. Um, I always remember my first best friend. I wrote my first Christmas card to like at infant school, so um, to see where he's come from, and you know that I I talk about UFC and uh, mixed martial arts uh, in general, but people people need to know and get to know, uh, Camby, who's jo- who's joined me today. He. And his brother are spearheading a movement so big uh, coming out from from Birmingham and on the biggest platforms, on the biggest stages where he's getting talked about by the likes of Dana White. He's trained a two-time uh, champion now and he's been involved in many of the different camps with other fighters. So I'm going to save all of that and bring him on, the, bring him on to, to hear his words. be welcome to the Bandwagon podcast.
3: Thanks, ranch. It's really nice to be here. To be honest, yeah, long long overdue.
2: Yeah, so so I have been trying for a while, but as we as as what what happens when you go into camps, you have to you you go away for a significant amount of time, don't you, in order to yeah. to kind of uh, acclimatize <laughs> and get the fighters ready? Is that right?
3: Yeah, hundred percent. It depends on where we where we are and um, what what kind of events on, you know. It, especially for a UFC event, then we'll we'll spend out a couple of weeks out in whichever destination we're at, you know. Most if it is if it is in like something like the States, especially like the one we had in Utah, we did have to go out. I don't think we spent enough time there to be honest. But we are out there for a couple of weeks minimum.
2: Is that then to acclimatize to what fight what time the fight's gonna be, to yeah. also look at like the uh, altitude, so it's yeah. some fighters can uh, well majority of fighters uh, suffer really when they uh, train or they uh, perform at, at higher altitudes. Yes, hundred uh, percent, Ranjit, It's 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 um it's no joke actually.
3: Like I, I've always not underestimated it, but I never took it as serious as as I, when I was in Utah for for the for the um the title fight for Leon. And I realised that man, it does play a big role, you know. Um, and the, the whole camp suffered a little bit being out there, uh, being with with the with the, with the altitude being so high. Uh, we're not used to that, obviously, in England. Um, yeah, man,
2: West Brom's pretty high, man. You, especially on Grafton <laughs> or you can see, you can <laughs> see the altitude. <laughs> true. You see Villa Park and Blues if you look far, far, far enough. You're right, man. You're right. But
3: yeah, it did it did make a difference. I think we all were a little bit... Um, I, I remember the first few days I was there and we started our training. Um, even I was a bit under the weather and I did feel a little bit... I mean, we were just... Everyone was just gassing out. It's weird. Um, it definitely affected Ran um, Leon. I don't know if you watched the fight... Uh, he was shattered and 100%, like a, a week before, he felt he felt a little bit unwell. Um, sorry, excuse me, my camera's bouncing a little bit. When I went and bought this thing out just for you, you know, today, yesterday.
2: Look at that. <laughs> you see that? That's the quality of guests now we get. They get the old equipment just to make sure that they're
3: working. I didn't know what I was looking for. I was looking for like a tripod. I was asking everyone for a tripod. I thought <laughs> so I'm going to be a cameraman, uh, yeah. you know. No, um, yeah, it did. It did definitely play a big part, and um,
2: so that's the the first Usman fight, right?
3: It was, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: and that's R- where R- obviously the, the the head kick, the head kick, yeah, yeah.
3: He was he was having a bit of a tough time prior to that, but um, you know, he, the thing with Leon is you can't ever rule him out. You know, he's um, he's always switched on. He is a pretty special fighter, to be honest. You yeah,
2: know? Did you? So you know when you because. Obviously, that was, and you've obviously given a little bit of a, a background in terms of what his conditioning was at that point. Mm. You know, when you were preparing for the second one, which was going to be at UK, in the at, at the O2 in the UK in London, you've got home crowd pressure, and sometimes yeah, yeah. like to actually defend the title is is really when you win it, because like the first time it could be it could be it could be kind of luck, it could be anything. But to defend yeah. it is like another win again, isn't it? So how did 100%. you then have to prepare the camp from, from that side? Knowing that, and just to, we, we've come around it the wrong way in some ways, but Kamaru Usman is one of the one of the best wrestlers that have been in, in UFC. And yes. The UK doesn't predominantly have massive UK, uh, sorry, a wrestling kind of background. Yeah. How difficult was it then to kind of, Teach him that those methods in order to make sure because Usman didn't really have to use his wrestling much in the first game, in the first match, because it was Yeah, yeah. He wasn't troubled by it. He wasn't, no. And to be fair,
3: Usman was taking Leon down with ease in that first fight. Um I mean, Leon is a good wrestler. We we've been working for quite a lot of time. You know, just that fight didn't didn't show it. Leon's got great, great stand up. This is the thing. And he stops a lot of his fights, you know, or or he out he outstrikes his opponent, you know, which is his thing. But his wrestling is it is good. Um, we have been working for quite some time. But the strategy for the the next fight on wasn't to be a good wrestler. It was to diffuse Usman's wrestling because we knew that Leon is will outstrike him, you know. Uh, so that was the strategy. It's not like we don't do like a massive hardcore wrestling where, where Leon's doing loads of things in wrestling. We na- I narrow it down and I and I work a, a, a certain um, strategy and we work around that. So basically working on Usman's um, strong points where he was where he was getting success off his takedowns, uh, which everyone knows now. A lot of it when he was locking his hands. We, we we would, you know, Leon would struggle, you know, or a lot of all of his opponents would struggle because he was strong in that position. So defusing it from the offset was stopping him doing that, you know, not letting him lock his hands, which then would make it a lot more difficult for him to take Leon down.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, so the analysis of stuff when you're going to go and fight an opponent, you know, how detailed do you? Like I always kind of compare it to football, you know, where you've got like tactics and yeah. so you say you're this four-way. yeah. 100%. And then when the, when the game starts, everyone's just running around. It's like, surely you ain't practiced that in, in, in whatever. Is that, you know, Mike Tyson said it, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Is it a so, little bit, is it a little bit like that, especially when you're coming tactical for that game? Because GSP used to do, um, used to have a different tactic per round. Yes, yes.
3: Well, this is what we do. We work, a, it is a strategy. I mean, uh, Leon's uh, got a good team behind him, you know, da- down to his strength and conditioning, uh, which is uh, somebody called Johnny. Works. He works with a lot of elite athletes. Um, his nutrition, uh, on, the, on, I mean, everything plays a part. His weight cut plays a big part, and uh, that's uh, the fight dietitian, uh, of a good friend of mine, Geordie from Australia, and all these guys guys play a big role in 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 the upcoming fight where his weight cut's got to be going well so it's like everyone chips in but everyone plays their role you see so where it comes to my wrestling strategy I mean I' for this Colby fight I watched Colby literally every day every morning I'd get up and I'd you know get up have my breakfast I'd go to uh, our other branch the gym and I'd put I'd put his reel on even though it was a repetitive thing and I watched it day in day out but every now and then, I'd find a new thing that he was doing. You know, everyone has telltale signs when they're going to attack. What they're looking like in the second round. So it's 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 a continuous thing. And then I jot down notes and then create a strategy towards this particular opponent.
2: Yeah, I mean the Colby fight when I, when I was watching, I was nervous for it. I'll be honest, because I just yeah, yeah. because of his his. Um... He's just known as sort of a cardio, and the way that he was, yeah, you know, the way that he kind of just steamrolled, um, like yeah, Masvidal, yeah. and and the way that he's he, the way that he's done it, and plus, you know, some people talk about ring rust, some people don't, yeah, yeah, but yeah. You yeah. just never know what you were going to get from there, and you knew that he didn't. He knew we knew that if he... if Usman had won the fight against Leon, that would have been his third his third one, yeah. and. That's his yeah. He just can't that get be- his number, right? And I think he wanted Leon because he thought it was the easier fight. But like Leon just absolutely diffused everything that he did.
3: He did and
2: yeah. just lit him up. Yes.
3: I mean, again, you know, I, I, there's a lot of talk saying that Colby wasn't the same and Colby's been out. Don't get me wrong, that does play a part. Being out of the ring for a long period of time definitely plays a part. But don't forget Colby is a like a high level competitor, not just in, in MMA. He, he was a great wrestler. You know, what changed this game was that Leon kept him on the end, you know, kept him in out of range. He wasn't able to, to, to hit shots. He missed a lot of his strikes. Uh, he missed a lot of his takedowns because, uh, Leon had great distance control and this is a big part of this game plan that we did. Um, so people like Henry Clemenson. um, uh, his, his, his striking coach worked that 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 distance control you know um it works well for our wrestling as well so he wasn't able to to get in on them legs as easy as he would and I think that changed a lot a lot of that game
2: that fight you, we're talking in terms of tactical well obviously you you're you're way more experienced than what I'm talking I'm just talking as a punter just watching it yeah yeah there was a little. There was a sort of a shift change. You're talk. We're talking about tactics here. We're talking about physical elements in terms of what somebody can do in 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 a in a, in a fight. Yeah. But in the press conference before it, there was obviously a massive curveball when Colby took oh, the blow of uh, yeah. his family, right? Uh, especially talking about his uh, father who 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 who's passed away. Yeah. And we saw the first time there of Leon's kind of. A reaction that we've never seen uh, seen him do before, quite justified in my opinion. Yeah. How then did you know that you've prepped, you've watched reels of uh, Kobe every morning, blah blah blah, yeah. and then all of a sudden a curveballs come out of nowhere, and you were in uncharted territory here because you don't know yeah. what Leon's mind frame was. It how difficult was it for you as a team, you as individually, to bring him back onto the game plan? Um. I mean. I'll be honest here, when, when when we got back
3: from there, we got into the bus, Leon was upset. You know, it's not often us. I've never seen him like that, to be honest. Uh, we've never been in a situation like that. He was upset and it did concern me a little bit where, I mean, like any normal person would want to take the other guy's head off. And I think it was a strategic plan from Colby to do this, to rile him up, I think, I think personally. And he's, he's a bit of a knob, you know, it's uncalled for. I want to say other stuff, <laughs> but you know, do you know what it is, ranch Like this guy wanted Leon to come forward and wants him to pressure him so he could take Leon down. But um, Leon's a cool guy, man. He's um, he's not a stupid guy. He's, he's, he's experienced. He's been he's been in the game a long time. He didn't let he didn't let it get to him. So uh, credit to him, really. But I mean, we all had a bit of a chat with him, but didn't go into too much depth. I think Leon knows himself. You know, he's there to do a job, and it's there. We've it's been a long time coming. We've it's been a lot of prep towards this fight, not only just winning the title and then retaining the title. It's 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 been a lot going on just to
2: just to let that all go go out your hands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I saw when I when I saw the stare down after the day Mm. after the day after. I can't I can't remember, but I remember you can see Leon's eyes were dead, like he was. They were they were cold, and I just thought oh shit Some, something's mm. going to happen um but then you know from from me having that feeling where it's like kind of emotional or oh, something's going to happen and then when it came to the fight i all i in, in my opinion it was kind of a, a mayweather uh, like masterclass where you kind of he hardly got hit himself yeah tore, he tore up his leg and then i think <laughs> once he once he once he kind of block the ammunition because if you go for the leg, then he ain't got to stand up in order to to go for the for the wrestling as well. Even if he tried it, 100%. Um, and then even if he got he got it in there, it wasn't he wasn't really threatened threatened much. No. Um, no. How were you more proud of that performance or the 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 second Usman fight? Um, I think the
3: second Usman fight. If I'm honest, <laughs> that that was you know. I think everyone was saying, "Oh, he got a lucky kick and whatnot." You know, I believe there is no luck in this game. You're out to knock each other out. You're out to to win. Um, but sealing the deal after that fight was just—it was—it was kind of—it was—it was—it's was the best thing that could have happened. I think that fight was brilliant. That that the strategy was it worked, and I mean, Usman did his best to take him down, which he did, but still, for Leon to get back up each time and continue. Brilliant, man! I can't, I can't ask for more. That fight was was an intense fight.
2: Plus, I got to see you as well. That was at
3: the we, old... did. <laughs> we did, we <laughs>
2: did, mate. Random, when I'm coming out and I see you. Pop your head out. is good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got I got tickets. For you my got 40th. good seats as well, right, bro? My my uh, I got uh some uh, tickets for my fortieth, so which was literally I think a month earlier, and. um so you know when you get tickets and then you go past the first guy and then they go yeah carry on going this geezer kept saying yeah go down keep going down no way until we were literally right at the the end so i looked one yeah, like, way yeah, turned yeah. right dana white standing right next to me like like right yeah, and then yeah. i saw tom holland spider-man i saw yeah yeah Dean, yeah, yeah i saw yeah. ronnie o'sullivan Saw All everyone, right. saw the ring girls saw that you know oh, oh, yeah boy. okay yeah. and then and then obviously they saw like leon and like you're touching you're touching everyone like coming out like it's it's like that Man. and then i just thought oh cam can. because i was tr- we were trying to raise a yeah. car with for you as well and then yeah yeah then obviously when he came out i saw you there you were locked alone and, and then i just knew how serious you were Then on the other way out, i go oh god i've got to say hello to him and then you remembered where i was so which was great yeah so, yeah i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think walking in there try
3: not to it's easy to get ro- roped up into that moment. I'm trying to stay, you know, my head clear, and because it can be quite overwhelming. That that. But you're not that, that crevel, kind of guy man. anyway.
2: have you, Like quite easily, the in another way, like in terms of the access and the things that you've seen. I think you you've put up a few pictures where Khabib's met you. Um,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like Cormier, Daniel Cormier turns around. Yeah, and, yeah. And you ask people his but. opinion on his wrestling for Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah how, yeah, does that, yeah. how does that make you feel when you got somebody like Cormier turning around and saying something like that? Yeah. Oh man. Um. It's it's great
3: to be honest, Roger. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're UFC fans. You know, I've I've always liked Cormier. It's it it kind of gives me that reassurance to, you know, that I'm doing the right thing. You know, sometimes you're working and you get on with it, and you, I don't know. It's hard to kind of put it in place, really. But when you get somebody like him saying, you know, well done, coach. You know that was a great performance. You know, your strategy, whatever the wrestling you did, worked really well. It's nice. It's a good feeling. You know. Yeah, it's nice.
2: So, <laughs> what we what we're going to reassure everyone is kind of moving forward is the the content, the behind the scenes with, with Cam is going to be. Uh, we're going to get sort of more of uh, insight knowledge. So, be you will see all these backstage stuff a lot better going forward. Is that right? Yeah, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fine more or less because <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's normally me sending um, you know voice notes and stuff like that going oh just 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 hearing if he's okay he's still there you know because yeah, to see you yeah, yeah. on screen it's just a yeah. mad and I just want to go back to this now where you know from, from a historical point of view is like how do we get a guy from Hansworth ending up in a ring in the UFC and not know you know, like on the outside yeah. kind of person, you're a core cool yeah. member of the team, you know, like it's there and you're yeah. repping and, you and, you know, for you to get the deserved flowers and your brother, your family, you know, for what, what you Thank guys you. have done and, and how you've helped people. Um, I think we, we, you know, to stand there, to give somebody the recognition is massive. So Cam, from, from school, I'm going to give you a little story and then we'll, we'll go from there. Oh the, shit. Are you breaking is, school stuff up now? No, yeah, so, <laughs> Cam was a joke, a joke. No, Cam's always been um, kind of fairly big, you know. Like now, like a lot of people can hide behind you, but we were able to hide behind you back then as well. So if there was any kind <laughs> of <laughs> if there was any kind of trouble, everyone used to kind of go to cam to kind of sort it out. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, I'm, I'm just gonna say is isn't it? But um your dad. Was yeah. we always knew when everyone around the area, your dad was the wrestler. So, yeah, like, how it. did he? How did he get into from bringing in India and then having? Is what? what was his? Uh, was his wrestler name Moho or Mojo? I can't remember. Mojo. Yeah, yeah. Mojo, did you, did you yeah. listen to a podcast? Say
3: again. Did you listen to another podcast? Because my brother mentions it. Yeah, 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 no. yeah,
2: oh, bro. Don't you worry.
3: Yeah, good. Yeah, it was Mojo. It was Mojo. Yeah. It, it's it's funny you say that because um, my dad started off like in, in wrestling in India, in Punjab, obviously. Um, and a bit more desi there, you know, in wrestling in the dirt. You know, it wasn't uh, the way we wrestle now on, on an Olympic match, you know. He was a bit more hardcore. Um, coming over to England, he continued wrestling, but obviously we wrestle on mats here. So um, he went on to do ring wrestling like uh, pro wrestling um i was very young then um but um yeah it's 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 unreal like he's he's, he he did a lot of shows uh he traveled um yeah so he's been doing he's been wrestling from a very young age
2: himself yeah and then how did you kind of how did you how did you kind of get yourself involved in there because obviously he knows there's a there's obviously there's the performance aspect, but then there's the business side of things as well. It's not huge amounts yeah. of money within there, and then no, there, there wasn't because I always I I always remember the story when we when um around how close you got to the Great British Olympic team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
3: we did the trials for it. Um, in 2004. I um I did the Commonwealth trials. I got. I got into the final, but um, I got a pretty bad eye poke at that time in the final, uh, where I nearly lost my eye. So I, I mean, I was given a silver. I mean, literally ten seconds into the final match, I got uh, eye poked with, with the opponent. Literally, most of his thumb went into my eye, into my left eye. It wasn't good, man. Um, to be honest, I didn't I didn't realise how bad it was because if I like a punch. It's, it's like a like a big blackout. Um, stupid, well, not super natural reaction. What you would normally do is you you put your hands up and, and you'd cover your eye. When I went to do that, the guy pit, speared me. <laughs> um, we had a match before I'd broken my ribs um, uh, leading up to it. And I remember the paramedic saying, uh, I don't think you should, the doctor was saying, I don't think you should compete into the next match because you've got a broken rib and i'm like i've won this you know i'm in the final i've won this tournament you know uh, and on top of that i've I, I injured that a lot worse as well but um thank god uh, i was able to save my eye well but the doctors were able to save my eye it was it was stuck into the back uh, it had it had kind of like been pushed back your eye my eye yeah so what happened was i when i got hit i thought i had a hair in my eye you know when you like if you feel like your your hair's folded into your eye. Yeah. So when I have hit the floor, I'm trying to open my eye with my hands, and I can't see nothing. So the the ref stops, and I've sat I've sat down onto the mat. I've, I've, I'm sitting. Uh, I'm sitting up, and my corner come in, and my corner was uh, my my good friend Jet um, uh Bless him, he's passed away now. But uh, yeah, he he came into my he came into he came into, he came running up towards me. And uh, just his face, i never forget it. He looked at me and I said, I said, I'm good, Jet. I'm all right to carry on. And he looked at me, he goes, you're not, you know. And I said, trust me, I'm fine. He goes, nah, dude, your eyes fucked." He goes to me like, <laughs> he didn't break it to me nicely. Um, I just remember walking off and walking around and seeing, hearing everyone's reaction, like everyone's like screaming and, oh, like, because my eye was bleeding. Um, I mean, you could still, there's still a scar in, on the side of it. I've lost lost a bit of vision in it, but um I'm still good. Yeah. I still still train and I'm still able to, you know, read. I'm okay, you know. So
2: what happened to the other guy? Did he get
3: disqualified for that? Nah, he didn't. As far as I know, he, he ended up with the gold. So uh, I know. Yeah, I know. It's bullshit. But it is what it is, you know.
2: Um it's it's just part of it's just part of competing. Mm. But at the same time, your brother Keish. He is kicking the shit out of people all the time as well he at this point. He <laughs> yeah, he
3: did quite he did pretty well with his Thai boxing um uh, uh competing internationally as well and being national champion and then fighting out in Thailand and places, he did he did pretty well.
2: Yeah. So I remember around around Hansworth seeing posters of him of when his fights were coming up. Yeah,
3: crazy, yeah. Cause he used to be on Channel Five and stuff. Yeah, we used to wake up at night and watch him on Channel Five. So it was a big thing because um back then you wouldn't really see things like that, especially on TV. So he's able to um do quite well in his field.
1: You know, so what did you
2: you know, like just to give the, the atmosphere around us, especially where we grew up, you know, there was a there's a lot of people um who fallen around the, the, the wrong side in terms of you know the I, law and you know, gone into to drugs and gangs and whatnot. And sometimes when you kind of, you know, when we have had this discussion, oh, I remember this guy or that guy. It, it never normally ends in a good way, where you kind of find yeah. out. And some people have gone and they've never come back. How do you reflect back on that?
3: Um, do you know what I can say is like huge thanks to my dad. You know, um, he he's a great role model. You know, still is and. Without him, I, I just uh, I think we would have all end, Like I think me and my brothers, we would have all ended up in that sort of. The guy kept us in check, you know. It's pretty strict, but did the job, you know. We, we I was more afraid of him than I was of anything else. So I'd get home for training. I'd make sure we were there and make sure I was eating right while he was there, you know. So it was. Uh, it was. I mean, it, it was tempting because when it, when all your mates are going out. And catching up, and the next day they're all talking about, "Oh, we were there last night," and this and this. You do feel like shit, man. I wish I, I wish I'd have gone. Or there was a point where I used to think, "Shit, my dad's pretty hard on me." Like you know what I mean. But now being a parent myself, I totally get it. You know,
2: it's that it's that kind of sacrifice because I think sometimes,
3: yeah.
1: you know,
2: this, the, yeah, no, there's there's some parents who like they try and be friend, best friends with their kids. Well, then, sometimes the parents. It's me now, that is. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. To, I'm like that, trying to get yeah. attention from my yeah, kids. You know, yeah. like, oh yeah, you're right. Do you remember me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I get it. It's it's, it's difficult for me. My, my my son competes as well. Oh, he's um, an,
2: he's a future champion already. I've seen that clip where he, took, so. where he took where uh, took Leon down.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um he loves it. You know, he's he's in that environment. You know, he's around. High-level competitors and and people who are on this path. So I don't I don't really. I, I, he turns up to the gym and he does his classes. I don't push him as much as maybe I could. I, I, I'm trying to stay off him until he's in his in his in his teens, and then I could worry about how much I'm going to push him. But he's he's here like five nights a week. You know he's doing a lot. Like yeah, literally he's he's doing a lot. And he's you know thankfully he's a- academically quite good as well. So.
2: So you know, um, like obviously the environment back then, we've said like you know a lot of, a lot of our mates have kind of, some of them are sadly passed and some of them are like know, yeah. Just, yeah just in a in in a mad way. But the environment when we were growing up, you know, families were trying to push people to kind of get out of there and become solicitors, become yeah. you know doctors and all this one because that
0: you know how to book flights and hotels.
2: That was a seen seen as the route, route out. But yeah, you and your brother took a different route where to set up like a gym. You know, how what was the pressure like in order to make that decision rather than going down the more traditional routes? Um, you know,
3: the the the, the fortunate thing with us, like my dad was a sportsman himself, you know, so he kind of he 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 was very supportive of it, you know. Um I think the way I went about it was probably the long route. Um I'm a bit stubborn. I, I I mean, I went my brother was working in a school at the time. Um, so I went and just really I set up this place just to train myself and while I was, you know, still competing and um and it was kind of fell into place really where, where people turned up and wanted to learn themselves. Um bit of a tough one, Ranch, because I, I kind of built this place myself with help of People like my brother and you know it was it was like a hot... I don't know if you ever seen it. Uh, it was it was it was in St Michael's Hill in Hockley. Yeah. So it know. was it um, was it was a, it was a ch- ch- chetole, really. <laughs> no,
2: because I remember. Oh, I'm
3: grateful
2: No, yeah. I remember when I when I when I first
3: heard, heard about
2: it, it when you were putting down the mats.
3: Oh mate, yeah, I I made them mats myself. Yeah, handmade them myself. Crazy because. I didn't have the money to buy them. You know, they're expensive. Um, my father offered, uh, he did say to me, look, he walked into this place because he knew I was up to something. I mean, when he came down, he looked at it. He was like, what are you doing? He's like, let's go and get another place. Come on, let me help you. And I was like, no, nah, you're all right. I'm a bit stubborn. I said, no, nah, I'll do it myself. I want guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we just uh, kind of plowed on ourselves. We, we we had good times in that place. Yeah, best times, man. Fun.
2: You so, know, that, me, so, that, so that's where like fearless MMA was sort of was born. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, we were
3: training uh, alongside some friends uh, as a mutual agreement where we were all training and chipping in, but um, it didn't work out. Which um, at the time I took it as well. A bit, that's a bit unfair, you know. But I can't tell you it was the biggest blessing I could have. To, to be steered away from one place to then have the drive to do my own, you know.
2: So and, then, quite... and then, then opening this sort of a super gym as well, like in Borsal Heath as well. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's crazy. That gym's um, uh, phenomenal. It's a floating yeah. cage in it, in the air. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, yeah,
3: bit scary for some people though, because you're quite high up. Yeah,
2: yeah uh, it's like could... something out like of Mortal Combat or something. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I remember, yeah, because. See... Yeah, Cause uh, just give the handle on Instagram, what for, for for people? Do you, do you know it's Ultimate Eighteen? Oh, I don't know. What... Ultimate, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, it's UFG Ultimate Fitness. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and there's, June, a, um, there's a there's a guy on that page who does some training, and he puts little clips up. Ibe. Yeah. Is oh it my... a short guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 one of the business partners. He's my business partner.
3: He's, right. he's nuts. His fitness training's nuts. Oh, yeah, what's yeah. His
2: routine, and
3: I'm puking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the owner. He's one of the owners. So we we work together on it. Yeah, his fitness training is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, um, he's put me through a few sessions, and honestly, God, i like, I ain't moving for a few days. Do you know what I mean? When he's walking around on the on the gym floor, I I I, I duck and dive in, man. I avoid it because if he finds it, it's like, oh, we're doing this now, and I'm like, you get pressured into doing it.
2: He's no joke oh he is he is no joke he is no yeah, joke yeah, yeah. so how you know you know with um with the balance in terms of like what from a business point of view you you're involved in other projects that are as well now and you've got some in uh um in the middle east and what what what's your plans and the yeah. ideas for that um it's a bit, bit under
3: wraps at the moment but yeah i've been traveling up to dubai and uh, I was in Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia last year, and back in early this year. Um, the plan is to to, to hopefully um, get a nice setup out there because
2: you don't have to go into detail. Is, uh, I, don't, I don't want to fall. Call after that ranch.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I just expose everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, nah. No, no, we, no. We, we're we're um, we're in talks and in plans at the moment. Uh, there's a lot going on here in the UK for us as well, so. Um, I'm grateful we've got a really strong team behind us, um, great coaches, uh, great leaders, you know, people who we've got on board, uh, people who have been with us from then, like like Ams is here, Coach Ams. You won't ever hear, hear of him because he's very quiet. He stays in the background. But, um, you know, these guys are the guys that, that the gym's built on, you know. Uh, Simon, you know, all these guys. That Without
2: them, there'd be no fearless. You know, with um, just a question, really, on this. We, you, you talked about your dad's up, in, uh, upbringing in Punjab and the way that um, how wrestling was more. You've seen, yeah. like, Kabaddi the way that it is now, especially, yeah. like, grappling. Why haven't we seen that those guys breaking into the mainstream? Because it's it's in the blood. It's in the ground. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you say that, Ranj. We we, we talk about this at the club,
3: you know... um. I just think the upbringing is, is and especially now, with a lot of people mollycoddling the kids and don't want them doing dangerous sports. This is seen as a dangerous sport now, even though it's, I think it's one of the best things you could put your kids in, you know. Um, I mean, it's done wonders for my son. Uh, just even just generally at school as well, his discipline, um, it just p- people think of the opposite. You know, I, I have phone calls saying, oh, Really use this out on the street. And we, we've got a really fine structure here where we we teach the kids and we make sure we explain that this is for the club and this is a skill. You know, we don't use it outside. You know, it's very important. Um, it's a great structure that we have. I, I think in our community, I think it's, I don't know if it's frowned upon. I'm t- I try and encourage it as much as I can. Mm. But um, it reckon- sounds a bit biased about, as well because I run a business where people are probably thinking, is he trying to pe- bring people over to, to the club? It's not. I'm happy for them to go anywhere, you know. As long as their kids are doing something, taking care of their health as well, uh, especially it's, it's probably with the way things are going now and the kind of foods kids are eating is so important.
2: Yeah, uh, I, you know, my, my son um, was doing uh, jujitsu. I know, and he, yeah. Yeah, then the way that I seen him, like sometimes I'm just in the kitchen and just... Mop, yeah, grab mop, your leg yeah, that's it. That's it. And then <laughs> I look out and then he's in the in the garden doing like press ups and doing all these things. No way. Like I haven't I haven't like had that chat yeah. with him to say, you know, to do this. It's his own it's his own kind of uh, his own attitude around it. And I think hundred that as a parent to see and taking the health as wealth is, is massive.
3: 100 percent I mean we got there's great clubs. Um there's GNG wrestling, which is a close friend of mine, it's great wrestlers, they were all on the national team. Uh, far better wrestlers than myself. Their their credentials are just unreal, and they're running a club in Wolverhampton. There's there's many places you can go to now. Um, so, um he was actually a a, a Gubbardi, uh legend. You know, D player. Um, a, a lot of people will probably know who watch kabaddi. They'll they'll be familiar with him. So, I mean, these guys are running their club in Wolverhampton, uh, doing really well. They've got. Um, one of their nephews is now a bronze medalist in the Commonwealth Games. So the credentials are really high. There's, there's accessible people that you can go to, you know, for, to take your kids or to take your, you know, not just fearless. There's there's so many places,
2: you know. When you're, um, when you're in the kind of the, prefer- what's the biggest difference that you see when you're going from, you know, methods of training, when you see what you do? compared to some of the other fighters and the camps when you were around some of the uh, at UFC. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, lots changed, Strange. Um the science behind the training's changed, the food, everything's changed. I think we did everything pretty desi, you know, I'll be honest yeah. Not saying it doesn't work, it works, but um our method was train hard as much as you can until you're sick. Great. That that's great. But your body needs rest, your body needs recovery. Um, you're less likely to get injured when you're when you're when you're recovered. Um, the amount of injuries we've occurred just because we've overtrained or overworked ourselves is mad. What's uh, some of the
2: injuries when, that you've had, Cam? I know you've had some mad ones. Um just st- standard kind of wrestling injuries like broken fingers and
3: lost my teeth. I've had false teeth. I've um, had a few head injuries which which have been not very nice um, my shoulders are my neck's not very good anymore um, so I'm trying to get treatment for that I don't know what waiting for like an MRI or something for my neck knees but generally I'm okay touch wood yeah, I've been good
2: generally I'm okay you just go through every part of your body
3: not really, but I'm still able to play with the kids. I could you know we're still able to well, I'm not very good at football, but I have a good well, I know that <laughs> you know that <laughs> <laughs> shit, <laughs> yeah, so nothing nothing like um very bad it's probably my next the worst injury that I've got,
2: so Cam, you know when we're talking about um when you you've got a fight, kind of cutting weight and making that weight. You know what? What people go through? Can you just give us a little bit of an insight what that what this that is, process looks like?
3: This is where I mean, competing's fun. Everyone enjoys that. A lot of people are not able to continue sports like this. It's because of the weight cut. It's 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 no joke. Um, I mean, I've done pretty big weight cuts without having the same knowledge we do now, um, which have been like devastating for me when I've competed. It's not been good. You know um I think the last world I, the world I did was um I lost over ten ten twelve kilo to cut weight to down to sixty sixty three kilo, which was was a lot lighter then I was walking around about seventy six seventy five seventy six so it was a big big cut um which in, got me very how sick.
2: short of it what's the time frame? Um, you I mean
3: to do what, what I would have done is 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 t- took off. Back then, probably would have took off about five six kilo, leading up, and then um, we normally take off about four on the last
2: on the last last week or so of the fight. So you're looking to lose about half a stone in the last week, then roughly.
3: Yeah, probably just slightly over. I mean, some of the guys do a lot more. It's quite crazy what they do. Um, but just just because I was depleted anyway, not good. It's but what's good.
2: the what's the methods and what, what, what people would do?
3: Um there's a lot of different methods to 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 people have their own way of cutting weight. I mean, we've got a great guy on on, on Leon's team who manages a weight cut. Um there's there's uh, the last week of like a water load where where you're you're drinking a certain amount of water and then you start to cut it off and then you'll go into like a salt bath, a warm salt bath for whatever period of time. Then you come out and then you go back in, depending on how much you got to cut. Um we used to do saunas. Um, I used to do sauna, like I won't even go in a sauna just as a chiller, Man, PTSD, man. I just walk I walk in there and <laughs> I just don't want to be there. What because is that
2: got... because what would you have to do in the sauna? That's well, you cut wait, don't you? You'd have to oh, be no, in there. To... That, what I mean is like some people obviously would have to sit, they sit in there, but some people would go on like a, a bike in the sauna. Mate, um, I, I think
3: when I wrestled in Poland, I had to to cut some weight, and thankfully for the there was a Russian coach who helped me that time um, because I I was ready to leave. I did. I wanted to go home, but I had like a sauna suit on. You know, back in the day, like a sauna suit in the sauna. It's dangerous. You know, it's a testing time, like probably the most testing time any competitor will go through. It's 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 horrible. It's horrible. I mean, Jake Hadley from here who fights in the UFC cuts a lot of weight.
2: Cuts a lot of weight. Um, it's... it's uh, People don't see that. What the so fighters do, have to go through. So that's why as fighters, as they get older, try... They normally tough, go a, yeah. a weight division higher than... They do, yeah. Yeah, because your body doesn't, you know, oh. get set in its way and it's hard to cut weight then. Um, so Paddy Pimlet, when he was doing like freestone, like fluctuating... Paddy Pimlet,
3: mean, like, I've seen him on the last UFC was in our room mate he's in crazy shape to see what he looks like beforehand and what he does is unreal um, yeah he's he, again he's got a good team behind it I think that the science behind it you know there's this there's, there's particular coaches that you can reach out to now I mean the food that Leon eats on the lead up to his fight it's it looks like a it looks like he's in a restaurant mate. it's lovely yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, again, it's like Geordie, the guy who does his wake-up. Um, I mean, obviously, he cuts off as, as he gets close to the time, but on the lead to it, he still he still eats, whereas we were not eating for ages. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I
2: so where are you going to get your
3: energy from? Do you know what I mean? Um yeah,
2: that's, so... that's what I mean. You know, like, I feel like if I take a vitamin tablet that once a week, i, I feel great, but you know the cost of all those tablets and supplements and all that it's just madness so you know when like you know when leon when he was having all of his camps cancelled or his fights that that money is just dead money as well isn't it yeah
3: it is yeah it is it is it's tough because he's he's prepped
2: he's led up towards
3: it and and when it's cancelled it's a, it's a bit of a hit you know so um yeah it's 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 uh Things are better now, you know. There's a lot more light on on weight cuts, and because it, there's there's been a few like bad things happen to people, you know. Um, so it's I think it's a good thing, yeah, bit a bit more awareness on that. Yeah,
2: because you hear Rogan sometimes where he's talking about more weight divisions, or like with PFR, yeah. where they use kind of hydration tests, or one I can't remember which one of them. I think
3: yeah, I think it's I think it's important because uh, even the UFC they don't allow IVs or anything like that. And I think they should, you know, because um, it's the safety of the fighter. Um, I mean, we've had a, a weight cut in here. And um, it, it was an amateur fight, actually. So I didn't monitor this. The person did itself with with some of the team. And because he'd never cut weight before, it, <laughs> it didn't go too well for him. Um, so, again, thankfully, I've got good contacts and, and, and great people around us. Who kind of helped me and guided us through it. I mean, we had to cancel the fight because um Safety. because he was unable to compete. But um it was
2: it's not it's not good at all. So Cam, you know, like did you get was there anyone that you've met where you got kind of starstruck when you were there like, oh my god, I'm actually with this guy? Um I like Dana.
3: I do Seen that I'm trying to from from me being a competitor now to 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 becoming like um, to being a coach and now like trying to be a businessman, I don't like to say I'm a businessman because I'm not I like I'd like I'd rather have the the status of a coach. Um, seeing what he's done with the UFC and uh, where he's taken MMA to his unreal. You know, I was it was really nice to see him. To be honest, even on the last show, I had a bit of a chat with him. He's, he's um, He's lovely. Yeah, he's a top guy. And seeing that we're um, now launching our own fight promotion, mm. you know, he's, he's somebody I look up to.
2: You, you'll obviously appreciate the, the, the difficulties that, that, yeah. that come around yeah. it, the cost involved. I mean,
3: this is what we're doing now here. Uh, I mean, with the gym's closed, but we're getting some work done, but we're upstairs um, getting some fights matched up. Um, for XFC, which is that's our, that's that's the one that we've launched. Uh, I'm
2: I'm so glad you listened to some of my training techniques when you were younger. And uh, you sport.
3: mentioned that, I was telling my son about you yesterday. We were in the car, <laughs> and I was saying, uh, "My mate Ranjit, man, I said we were best mates when we were kids, and and I remember you always being really fast at sprinting, Ranjit. Do you remember us having races up and down the playground,
2: bro?" Honestly, you know, with the 10 now, people don't believe, but but I was rapid.
3: You thinking. were fast, yeah, you were rapid. And my son was saying, Did he beat you? And I said, Yeah, he did. He goes, Nah, daddy, he, he, he can't handle like someone beating me at something. Yeah. I was like, Listen, <laughs> he used to beat me at running, man. Like, cause my son's quite good at sprinting. He's like number one in his yeah, in his
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. My daughter's like that. My daughter, like my bro, obviously, Rav, he's just a just an athlete anyway, but the way that he, he could run, he was rapid, but like Sean, because you daughter,
3: play football didn't
2: you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, we still play. We still, still, still play co- a couple of times a week. That's what. Wow. But like, Sean, like I went to like a sports day and she was running the hundred meters. She's running the hundred meters and she's just looking around, not even paying attention on there, and absolutely destroyed him. And I thought, you know, like if you actually, no way. Yeah, she's, she's more of an athlete. Like swimming, she's. Really good, but she just doesn't have the, the is she the second one? First. Is she a first one? Wow. Yeah, she, and she's like got no like that competitive spirit in a in that in that way. Where Josh, if I if I'm just messing around and I beat him, he gets upset. He's like he's angry and like he, he, he's got yeah, he's got the the mentality to do something on there. But again he I think I need to do that with him. Really, try to like mold him into. He's good at his football. Loves his loves his football, but but you know when you were talking about the playground, we used to have one tennis ball, you know, yeah, had, know. Like, three classes, and then all we, ch- all, the only thing you had to do was run the races. We had no. Yeah, the... I know,
3: I know, I know. We're crazy games we'd play. You know, just running games, chasing each other. Just we did keep kids. ourselves busy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like I never I was. I was actually looking. Thinking about it the like a couple of weeks back where we used to get lunch money, we never we never used to eat. I know. We're too busy playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like mad. you just used to run. People used to run full pout down around the, the playground, ready to hit people. I know. I know. Or we sound really old, you know, Cam. See, we're not you know, that old. I don't feel that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I'm pretty... a... You got access to all the medication, that's right. <laughs> why well, <God>, I just, <laughs> mate. I barely take a vitamin nowadays, honestly. <laughs> um, so, you know what does the kind of next six to twelve months look like for you as well? Because I know obviously I don't want you to go into the names and that, but I know you've told me like who who's been hitting you up and stuff like that. Is there anything you can say or or what, what the what the plans are looking like?
3: I think, yeah, the it's uh, I got a busy one next year. Um, we'll be traveling a bit more. I know Leon's got a few fights coming up. I think they're looking quite early for Leon again. Um, so I think there's rumors
2: around the UFC 300, possibly.
3: There is, yeah, there is. Yeah, that 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 card looks pretty sick though. The one that Dana's just mentioned, yeah. So, do you reckon I they'll get Connor
2: then, in for the main event for that?
3: I think they will, you know. I know he's been training.
2: What do you what do, you, what, do you, what do you think the the future looks like for Conor? Because I was, you know, his his rise is so me, so major. It's off the scale, and what yeah, he's doing different level the sport. You know, he's created yeah. businesses for people. Like, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think the next the, the, the next bit looks like for him? I don't, I don't know. To be
3: honest, French, because he's he's quite um, live, isn't he? He's unpredictable. You just you don't know whether he's gonna fight or not. You know. Um, I hope he does. It'd be it'd be it'd be great for the sport. I mean, it, I'd watch it. Uh, you know, uh,
2: how what weight and, Have you seen him? Because the last time I seen him, he's jacked. He's massive. I think he's. Um. I think he was jacked, and then he's uh, for his film. I think it was the Roadhouse. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think I think that's what it was for. And then, obviously, he needed the, the stuff to help recover from his leg, which I think is is right. Then I think since he's obviously entered the pool. Um, and they tried to do No, he's a bit of a party guy, isn't it? Yeah, he's a bit they of a used punk. to do like all the USADA. Listen, man, with that kind of money, look, we, we've got like lemonade income compared to him, and we still go out and give it loads. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, he's you know, he, he's got like what do they call it? The fuck you money. And yes. he's still doing this. I just want it wherever for me personally, for that story, I think it needs to. I think he needs a few, I think he needs the wins and that just to. He kind does of, need a win. Uh, go off to the it because then I think I think that story deserves a happy ending because then it just paved the way for so many other people but you can obviously tell like th- he, he'll he be fighting in his 50s doing all these exhibition fights you can just see yeah
3: yeah 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 He, I mean I don't know I don't know what his training's like or what kind of training he's doing I, I know uh, I I was with his coach uh, I've seen his coach he was last earlier this year was he in Utah? I don't remember now. I did see his coach. coach um, yeah. I think Keisha was with him as well because Jake for um, a while ago, and I think Keisha seen him then as well. I don't know what event they were at. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I know his manager, uh, Audie. so, but I, I wouldn't ask, you know.
2: Yeah. I
3: yeah. feel like asking him sometimes. I feel like sending him a text and saying, yo, what's going on there?
2: Oh, uh, uh, do you "Does he need some help it with some wrestling?" Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. He's he's, <laughs> he's got great coaches, you know. They've got they've got access to like uh, a lot of the coaches in the states and stuff. So, have you ever thought of going to Dagestan and see what them them geezers do? doing? Because think nah. you know when you talked about it's kind of like the desi the desi kind of training. You know, you going to do some desi stuff out right there, running up mountains. now
3: I have been to Punjab in Scotland? How long? What am
2: going to do in Dagestan? Might <laughs> <laughs> bring you in for a camp. I don't know. I don't know. They got great wrestlers there and it's Kormia um he gave an interview where he said that he sent all of his students over there for two weeks in Dagestan. I
3: know, I know, I know. The the level of training's mad. The, the plan is to send my team to the States next year just for like a camp things that we used to do. Um not only just for the training, just for the experience as well. Um, because some of my best memories are in like camps and stuff like that. You know, we had a lot of fun and uh, training was tough, but when you look past all that sort of stuff, you, you, the, the actual experience itself is great. So I want my son to, <laughs> excuse me, have a bit of a taste of that. He's quite young yet, but um, I mean, he could always do like a kid's camp. They do like really junior camps and stuff.
2: We need to, He's only uh, to help him in Let me know, it.
3: Yeah. I think you're I older think- than me. Older? Me and you have a laugh. We we'll leave them trading. I think you're old. It's than funny me. you say that. I remember my coaches just chipping off on the evening, <laughs> and now, I, now I get it. You
2: know what I mean? We're them coaches now? We want to kick back and have a bit of a laugh. So that's brilliant. But, uh, and uh, you know, like I know you're busy. I know you got building, and I know you got cages being made right, right next to you, literally. Yeah, um, yes, man, What's happening there? No, I just, I just really. I appreciate you taking time for this, and um, oh, I know mate, how...
3: it's long overdue. I apologize; it's been so long because yeah. I'm always something going on. You know, we we get no, no. called up somewhere, or yeah, yeah.
2: No, so... but it's just like you know, from from a role model, from where from where 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 we've come from, and especially where you've come from, and the dedication. You know, because it wasn't easy. Like, no, at it wasn't. That ages, you know, especially younger. You keeping them disciplined. I know you sacrificed a lot as a kid. Um, And then to see you on those biggest stages, I don't think, I don't think I've ever been happier for somebody else, oh, you know, like, that's the, you know, of, yeah, yeah, you know, like from the, the way that you've done it and I yeah. I'll keep, I keep banging about you on my Insta and the 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 oh. bigger profile that you're going to get, because I don't think, because you're repping us, you know what I mean? Of course. You're man. repping us from, from that side and I, and I don't think you, you haven't used it and played it for your advantage. you've got there through it maintain it through merit yeah. and, and how you've earned yeah. those, that recognition. And from what your future looks like, um, is going to be massive. And then, you know, you'll get everyone coming and following you as well. So, and including all Thank your you. fighters within it. So just make sure, like, um, you know, just keep us up to date or whatever. And then I'm oh, going to get step- inside stuff on here. I'm going to set it up with you now. Yeah, let's do it.
3: Well, I've got a ticket for you. Our show's on the 10th of Feb. And we've got we've got some. They've not been announced yet, but we've got a big world title fight on there, so it's going to be a pretty big fight. Um, the first fight show is actually a a, a tie boxing show. What um, we're doing a selection of shows where we're going to do MMA, uh, a bit like One Championships, where they do it at, at various different
1: disciplines. Um, different different disciplines,
3: yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've I'm got in, a man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a ticket here, so just pop down, and it's it's going to be on the tenth. So. Looking forward to it, to be honest now.
2: That's it, Something mate. Something to look
3: forward to after the end of, after, you know, after the new year. You get the Dana
2: White privilege in it with you now. Of course, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not there yet. Cap, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Have Ranj. A good Christmas and good break, wherever, and then um, we'll catch up on the other side. Yeah, Fosbro, Thank you, Ranj. All right, take care. Bless. Take care.
4: But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries.